0: Hi there, welcome to the More Simple Podcast. This is a podcast for Blacks, Asians, and those who love them. I am Mo, and I am your host, ready to spark your curiosity as I take you on this adventurous ride of exploring cultures through the stories of my guests from all over the world. On this show, we get really personal discussing salient issues that are relevant to our contemporary age and also building community around them. As our guests exercise courage and vulnerability in sharing their life's experiences, we hope that in turn you are inspired by them and that you get the courage in it to set your own stories free. Enjoy the ride and thank you so much for listening. Oh my goodness. Welcome back, guys, to the podcast. This is Mal. Uh, It's currently past midnight here today. And it's a day before a new episode is supposed to be released. But I'm staying up. One, I'm a night owl. That's not new. But two, this is a very important topic. And I want to explore it while it's still fresh. Lest I forget. So for those joining us for the first time, you probably know what the topic is about. It's probably why you're tuning in for the first time. Welcome aboard. We talk more than just, you know, issues like this. The podcast has a trove of other episodes that you might find interesting. So go check us out wherever you get your podcast on at the More Simple Podcast. Podcast uh, website. It's also vibing really hard right now, www.mosscibel.com. All right, let's get to today's topic. Um, for non Nigerians listening to this, a lot of this might not be relevant to you. But still, I still implore you to finish it to the end. Perhaps you can find ways to lend some support, widen love variety to your Nigerian um, friends or those who might be visiting Nigeria. Or perhaps you want to visit Nigeria someday. My hope as a Nigerian living in the U.S. is to get to a point where I can invite my friends, Korean friends, my American friends, to probably come visit back Nigeria and, you know, enjoy just... To get to see that part of you know my colorful personality and my my zest for life and all that i think that's very nigerian so yeah um so keep listening all right so today's topic really is how to get a nigerian visa if you're based in the us now i'm not calling myself an expert but I believe that once you've overcome something and talk, believe you me, dealing with the Nigerian embassy or any of the representatives outside of Nigeria, actually even within Nigeria, courses, you know um, it's, a, it's a good cause for testimony. So there's a lot of, there's going to be a lot of testimonies and, you know, dancing around the fire, holding our hands and doing kumbaya um, for this episode. So first things first, let's just ask the basic question. Why would you need uh, a Nigerian visa? Well, um, for many reasons, actually. One could be if you are currently a Nigerian citizen and you hold a Nigerian passport that has expired and you want to visit home. Now, some can say you can use your U.S. passport and get this on arrival, but we know that's not very regular and sometimes you might even get harassed at the port of entry. So to kind of fulfill all righteousness, you probably will need to get a Nigerian visa to be able to you know, enter the country. Another reason could be, say, perhaps you are married to a an Nigerian and you, as a spouse of a Nigerian, would like to go visit Nigeria to spouse. So that's when you will need to get a Nigerian visa. Or perhaps you want to invite your friend um, to go visit Nigeria. So we fell into one of those categories, right? And because I'm Nigerian, I know that if I'm going to go home, say, so for example, in December, I have to make sure that I've gotten everything ready because. Um the working principle here with anything Nigerian in the U.S. is have no expectations. And once you can really lay that bar very, in fact, throw away the bar. There's no bar. It's no existing. Don't put any bar. Just, you know, um, go with God and all of the host of angels because I, that's, you're going to be needing all of that and more dealing with the Nigerian um, authorities here. One of the things that actually really irked me was the lack of adequate information. It's really appalling to think that the Nigerian embassy here in the U.S., especially Atlanta, and I have a huge bond to pick with them, their websites, the information on there is very outdated. Heck, even the Nigerian embassy itself, like in in D.C., who's supposed to serve against the the bigger one? They don't have a lot of... um, updated information about securing a visa. And there's not even consistent across all those embassies, be in New York, Atlanta, or D.C. So that was really, really very, um, you know, annoying, to say the least. And if you're going online to, like, finding out what to do, what next step to take, before you know it, a it goes by, and you're trying to call a number on the f- website, nobody's picking up the phone. So shame on them for that, really. But that said, I would like to actually give credit to, home credit to you um the dc one actually came through for us when we had to call because atlanta forget about those people i don't think they've picked their phone call in many years um but dc came through and i remember the guy i spoke with he was pleasantly nice i was really shocked i was like wow is this a, i had to even ask sorry am i speaking to the nigerian embassy like i had to really ask that question because he was really polite guys like and i was like wow I mean, maybe changes is really happening. I know they've switched the ambassador or some, something like that recently. And if they can make those ripple effects, you know, spread across the school in Atlanta, that'd be very much appreciated. So the gentleman I spoke with, and I'm sorry I don't remember his name by the way, but he was really nice. And I called him on a Monday morning, so that's saying something, guys. He gave me the details. He was like, "Oh, you don't have to fly out the way." So for for those that don't know, we live in Oklahoma, which is the Midwest, is you know, in the middle of nowhere. And having to fly to Atlanta or New York, um, D.C., smack dab in the middle of a semester where, when I teach or in the middle of just life was going to be very cumbersome. So he goes, you don't have to fly out the way. You can actually use one of the centers around you. So he gave me the steps, and those were very helpful. So in the very next minutes, I'll be sharing some of the tips that he gave to me. All right. So the first thing you have to do is go on a website called Innovate. And I'll link up put all the links in the resources. Now Innovate One, I don't know whose services it, but again just guys, filling out those forms was very nerve-wracking. And the last time I felt distressed about filling any form like this was when I was applying for my jam. Um so jam for those who are not familiar with you know um the Nigerian lingo it stands for joint admission matriculation board. I think that's it. And whew, when you're filling your jam form, you have to be very, very careful. Or now they call it UTM, you know, I forget the the um the acronym for that. But anyways, um you you have to be very careful because you miss a step or something, your results can be invalid. So that was how really nerve wracking it was. And there are some redundant questions. Like, if you've said, for example, you haven't been anywhere as far as, you know, you haven't traveled more than five years ago. There's still more information. Like the, the, there should be, like, a paperwork um, reduction act associated with filling out these forms, guys. Because, like I said, a lot of the questions were redundant. But, again, um, <laughs> this is Nigeria. So, um, <laughs> maybe... We should be happy that we even have something like that, right? Now, Innovate actually links to the Nigerian Immigration Services. So you, they ask for your, you have to fill your profile name, make sure you check the date of birth. It's written clearly your gender, your country of origin, what visa, visa category. Now, that's very important for you to choose the visa category you're going for. If you're coming for a tourist visa, a business visa, a single stay, multiple stay, and um, your processing information. Now, even if you might end up going to Houston or um, any of those OIS, and I'm going to talk about OIS in a bit. Is you have to make sure you're choosing one of those three places, you know, um, for your um, visa interview, the processing information. So we chose Atlanta because. The OIS, which I'm going to talk about in a bit, was going to process our visa, you know, through um, the visa we're applying for through Atlanta. So make sure you note that. Now, the application fee, as at the time of this recording, is $160, right? And let me tell you about that payment process. Hey, Jesus, how messy! So, because the person we're helping to fill out the form and get their visa did not have a credit card. And we had to be the one to apply. I was applying for the person to help them get their visa. Now, because the name of that individual doesn't match my name, I had to, and I'm not joking about this, I had to register my card on Innovate. What does that mean? To register your card, your credit card, you... <laughs> According to them, it's, it's it's done to minimize or prevent the fraudulent use of credit cards on that website. And I'm thinking you are in the U.S. There are better, you know, checks in the system that you can use to prevent, you know, um, fraudulent use of credit cards. So you upload a scanned copy of your current credit or debit statement. Now, if your statement includes your credit card number in full, which usually does um, in the, depending on your bank, I I have cheese in the upper right, upper left hand corner. And also make sure you're, you're looking at the numbers that appear on the footer. As like a random like some digits that show like binary digits, make sure you you know you cross out the You cross out the middle eight digits of the card, leaving only the first four and the last four visible. So you know credit cards have um um sixteen numbers right, and they are in increments of four, so four or four. So you're cancelling, you're gonna cross out the middle four digits, so the two middle four digits, of... um. 5 to 8 and 8 to 12, leaving 1 through 4 and then um 12 through 16. I think I said that right. And then your scanned copy must also include your name. The one you are scanning from your, um, so I used Chase. I just went to my statement and I downloaded it. It must include your name, your billing address, and the credit card number. But again, you have lots in that. And then you also have to upload a current legal government-issued photo, such as your driver's license or your passport. And then you submit those to review, and then you're gonna get a notification email confirming that your, success, your submission was successful or not. Now I made a mistake when I was filling out my. Whenever I was filling out the form, I didn't know that on the on the field out form I had put the wrong month as the expiration month, and so when I whenever I wanted to use my card, it wouldn't let me go, even though I had gotten an email three days later telling me that my application. To register, my card has been approved. To go ahead and finish up my payments. Now it stores your information in the card. I think you have like I think 30 days or so to kind of finish up your application. So I wanted to do that. and said oh wrong um, month, and I realized shoot, it should have been January, but I think I put September. Or you know vice. Versa. Oh, but whether it was the other way around. So I had to start another registration of my credit card again it took an additional three businesses for them to get back to me so a whole week was wasted imagine if i needed this visa like you know gently that was just going to be a time-wasting effort so i want to just pause here for a little bit and just talk to the organizers of this website there are better ways to do things i get it yes you know they've been fraudulent the use of credit cards but those issues are not just germane to nigeria alone I bet even the U.S. Treasury, they have people trying to hack them every now and then and, you know, using fraudulent credit cards and whatnot. So let's think about how we can apply existing technologies in a country like the U.S. to advance, you know, our knowledge and not waste a lot of time. Okay, so that's number one beef with Innovate. So once you've registered your credit card, you successfully paid one hundred and sixty dollars. The next thing you have to do, which wasn't anywhere, and I don't remember the dude, my gentleman dude from DC, telling me this, was going to OIS. <laughs> now, a little bit, a little bit about OIS. I'm not gonna go into, you know, who they are or what they're really about, but I bet whoever owns it, <laughs> it's they're really raking a lot of money. So they are Dubai based, and they really help with. Um, I guess I think I'm not sure they are Dubai based, but. Anyways, what they really do is they serve as a liaison between the Nigerian Immigration Service and the citizens, like Nigerian citizens, in, in helping with, you know, visa services, right? So, because I live in Oklahoma, right? And Oklahoma to Houston for me. And Houston is one of the services they offer in the U.S. I mean, Houston to me wasn't going to be um, a lot of... a. Uh, I mean, they have some offices in L.A. I know they have an office in, you know, Atlanta. They have an office... In Houston, and I know they have one in D.C. and New York as well. So, Houston was going to be closer than going all the way to Atlanta. Anyways, you go on OIS, you um put in your you set up your account, and then you you sorry you go to appointments and make sure you select the city you want. As at the time of this recording, uh, November, I'm checking their website right now. They don't they don't have the earliest date they have for a visa interview. Excuse me, it's December 31st and oh, sorry, my bad, January 31st, that's like two months out. So forget about that. So once you do that, you you select your time and they have very limited times. You select the visa type you want and then you select, you know, if it's regular service you want. Usually it ends up being regular service, right? And then you click on next and then it tells you those things you're supposed to bring. Now. Guys, I'm not joking. Just copy and paste and create your checklist because they will sit you down and go through your documents one by one. So let's run through that. You have to have a passport with a minimum of six months viability. What does that mean? Your passport must not be expiring, you know, within six months. You must also take two recent passport size photographs, right? And that's very very important for you um to do because they're gonna need that now you have to have your completed form that you've done through the immigration.gov i think that was through innovate remember i talked about that oh and I, another i forgot to mention about innovate the very first step is you can log in using create an account using your existing yahoo id a google id or open id now um you you also if you're visiting Nigeria as a non nigeria you have to make sure you're getting a letter of invitation from someone in nigeria and they provide you know um samples as well um you also have to make sure you're showing um amount of money you have in your account that'll be sufficient for the stay, and they want your most recent one so the last 30 or 60 days now you also have to have um two recent um overnight envelopes with affix stamps now this one is is no biggie you have to just go to the usps and get the priority Mail express i cannot overemphasize that it's a flat rate envelope and they cost about i think 20 something bucks so it ends up being about 52 dollars for two envelopes so they need two envelopes because one of the envelopes will be addressed from you to the atlanta office if you are processing through the atlanta office And that would have all of your documents going to the Atlanta office. And then the second envelope will come back to you from the Atlanta office addressed to you as a recipient. It will have your passport stamped with the visa and then some of the supporting documents that you have sent with, you know, the original applications and all that. So, again, these are some of the things, you know, you have to remember to do. So we've talked about, you know, innovating. to talk about OIS, Online Integrated System. Now let's talk about the interview dates itself. I booked my interview sometime in August and I got um, this October 20-something date. So I went to Houston. Our appointment was supposed to be by 12, um, but we caught an early flight from Oklahoma to Houston, which was going to be like an hour and a half. And we got to Houston, you know, quite early, like around nine, thereabouts. By the time I we went to our friend's house, what's up, Joanna, by the way? She was our host, our hostess to the most test. Um, it was raining that day, guys. Like it was, it was a tornado watch. I was living in Oklahoma where we had a tornado and going to Houston when we had a tornado, but hey, you know, it ended up being okay. So we got there like around eleven twenty. I mean, I have a lot of things about Houston. That place, my goodness, it takes about 40 minutes to like an hour to get anywhere. I'm gonna rant about that sometime in the future. But hey, I'm used to living in Oklahoma now. I call myself like I live in the so traffic is like eh to me. So we got to the place, um, it's on it's on Bisonet. Bisonet is a very um popular street. It's a long, never ending street that has a lot of marketplaces, a lot of shops, a lot of eateries in Houston. I love something something. I'm not gonna talk about those ones now. So we got to the office and um it was seventh floor. They have their office number on there and it was a very small office, very unassuming because I'm used to like crowds especially when it comes to like doing injury and stuff but we're the only ones there as far as the visitors, right so we sat down and we got there like 30 minutes for our appointments and we got there around like 11.20 I just thought, you know, what the heck, you know, let's just go there and we'll just wait if need be at least we got go here in time, right, better early than late, that's what I always say so we got into the room, sat down and um, the guy at Mr. Ok, by the way um, he came and said, oh, what are you here for? I told him, oh, we, we're here for an interview. And he brought out a list. And then, and behold, our name was there. So again, guys, you cannot just drop in. You have to make sure you book that appointment. I saw two people walking while while he was attending to us, wanting to do like an impromptu interview, and they wouldn't even accept that you know, um, inquiry from them. So you have to make sure you book that appointment. They are very strict about it now so he sat down and then he started asking me to bring out all the documents he would mention where's the um bank statements where's the application form guys the application form there's a part where you have to sign and date make sure you just do that you can do that right there and then but you know make sure you do that beforehand if you can and then he asked for the passports photographs and said to write the name and sign at the back and i mean i, I keep quite a good record because you know again i followed that list i printed everything out i'm like i just want this to be done very meticulously so we went there and then it got to a point he said oh you're gonna need again if you're going with a minor you need to make sure you're getting um if you're not if you're going to be traveling alone and you have a child make sure you get permission from the spouse from the other parents and vice versa right because they really need no vice versa sorry they really need to see that Consent. so take for example if you have an underage they're gonna ask you to do like what they call consent and that might cost you about forty dollars per parent so looking at eighty dollars and it's gonna sorry it's gonna be twenty dollars per parent so that's forty dollars and that's gonna be cash only so again don't be surprised by that because that happened and then there's a processing fee which I didn't see on their website $25. They ran my card for that and I had a little bit of argument about that because I'm like, it's not on your website. They're like, stop arguing with us, madame. You know you know when Nandera's call you madame, you know it's about your both, your you're all about to enter one choices. And I'm like, you know what? I don't even need this drama. It's early in the morning. I came here for this. Let's just get it done. Well, um, so we're getting that done. And um, again, if you're also married, if you're going on a marital basis, make sure that if your spouse's last, because myself and Tyra don't have the same last name, I still use my mailing name. So, for example, you know, there could be issues about, oh, we need to see your marriage certificate to be sure that you guys are married. So, again, if you are going with a spouse whose name you are not you know, bearing unofficial, like on your passport, for example, um, make sure you have your marriage certificates ready. And um, also make sure you bring your own passport. So, if you're applying for a minor, for example... Make sure you bring your own passports. Your like the spouses' passport. Like both of you as a couple should bring your passports. So just some things that I observed from other people that came there, right? Um, and then by time you're done, they will have your addresses, envelopes. One going to the embassy in Atlanta as was Atlanta, right? And then the ones coming back to you. Um, I have gotten an American. I've had to go for an American visa interview. So I've I've traveled to about twelve countries. I've gone I've gone for a US Visa interview, Canadian, Jama- Jamaican was part of entry. I've gone to the Irish. i 'cause I've been to Ireland. I've done Irish, you know, interview. I have done um what are that ones that I can't even remember. Cause Cross, not crossing my mind right now. But I would say the most stressful has been the Irish one. <laughs> Hands down, Nigeria actually um doesn't come close as far as this experience. Irish wanted everything. Oh my goodness, they wanted Not just the summary of your bank statement. They wanted everything you were spending money. I'm like, wait, is this like an intervention or a visa interview? And guys, they were emailing me and telling me to respond by mailing them those documentations. How I was able to travel in time to get my visa back still remains a miracle. At the point, I just told myself, I don't want to go to Ireland anymore. They're asking for too much. Um, Canadian was a little bit tedious because, again, Canadian and the UK system... You never know what they want. So you just want to give them everything. Like here, take my uh, my book size, uh, my pant size, my you know just just throw everything at them because sometimes they're quite the requirements are quite nebulous. Mm-hmm. To get your visa, the tips again will be make sure you plan ahead of time. Oh, and then after the appointment, we were told that the visas will get back to us in 10 business days. So we're waiting for that to happen. And um, yeah, I don't know why they cannot afford to accommodate emergency situations. And oh, another thing is that you make sure you have your you have booked your flight ticket. You have to have had your you know flight tickets booked because they're kind of want to see that. And if you're traveling with somebody as part of your party, like if you're traveling with a spouse or a child, make sure that it's showing that you're all going together. Right. So that's one thing you have to do. So applying time. Right. Um, and, but overall, I think my experience wasn't really bad. I really was expecting the worst, but it ended up being, you know, um, okay. It was just the process within, leading behind it. If there was a lot of information that was ample, on the website and not having to like scavenge and you know waiting for um, people to like call you back uh, or even waiting for someone to pick up at the other end of the line, I think it will have made for an overall pleasant experience. And I guess also the moving parts like OIS, Innovate, you know, Nigerian Immigration Services—it's just so many things feeding into other things. Can not we just have it on one system? And really, I would just like for our embassies to be more equipped in you know, dealing with inquiries. So there are a lot of Nigerians in the U.S., for example, right? I don't know why we have to, for example, travel all the way to Atlanta for a passport renewal. It still doesn't make sense to me. If we're using OIS, like, and I'm not, I'm not, like, advocating for OIS. I'm glad at least they're working in that capacity to at least give us visas. But I'm also putting a plug for passports. can we just have an embassy somewhere in the Southwest? Like, I mean, Oklahoma, we can go to Texas because it's, you know, very close, right? But I don't know why we have to, like, carry ourselves and do that pilgrimage trip to Atlanta and or D.C. Only. Let's even forget about D.C. down. I don't even know what they're doing there. you better close that place down. we been New York and um New York is still, you know, not so bad. But Atlanta is just, they're very, very notorious right there. So, yes, uh, I hope this was quite helpful. I know it's been a lot. Um But just to recap is... Make sure you apply in time. Make sure you go to the website, read the instructions very well, print out everything, especially the application form, your payment slip. I forgot to mention that. Make sure you, you know, and read the, before you hit that submission from your first application form on Innovate that goes to the Nigerian Immigration Service, make sure you read that form and that information is very accurate, especially the names, the date of birth, and then your passport numbers. And then, um, make sure on OIS you're registering the right card. And usually if the card matches your name, you don't have to register. You can go ahead and use it. But because we are applying for somebody and their name wasn't my name, I had to register my card. And if you register a card, you can actually have it on the website for 30 days. to you know, so if you have like multiple applications, you can use. And remember, if you're married and you're going together, make sure you have your marriage certificate handy. If you're taking a child with you, make sure you have a consent letter from the other parents who might who might or might not be there and if both of you are going for that interview on behalf of a minor make sure you take your marriage certificate along as well as your individual passports your um state-issued you know um passports perhaps the nigerian one or the um u.s one and yeah um and get ready for some hidden fees that might come up i didn't know about that consent fee i didn't know about the processing fee And if you're, if you're going to have somebody invite you to Nigeria, make sure they furnish you with a, with an invitation letter that, um, talks about, you know, and there are many templates online as to how to get this done. Make sure the signature matches the signature on their passport and, and that they're inviting you and what they're going to be responsible for as far as, you know, feeding you or boarding you. things like that address where you'll be staying the application letter must also have your name on it as the person who's coming to visit and make sure it's addressed to the consulate and i'm gonna see i'm gonna share a template as well so you guys can borrow some language but overall i hope this was quite helpful i know this is a little bit of a um, um deviation from what we normally talk about on the show but again i see myself as a community um convener and if I've gone through something and I feel like it might benefit those that might be listening, sure, why not, you know, share this information? So, But as always, um, let me know if you have questions. Don't forget to share this episode. Um, I will link some resources that I use and the steps again. I'll, you know, just check the website or our Instagram page at the Moral Civil Podcast, T-H-E-M-O-R-E-S-I-B-Y-L podcast for um, just things that we've done and regarding this and how we can best support you. Well, if all else fails, just um, pop a Xanax or two and just go with God. But we hope that, um, well, I really do hope you, you didn't want, you know, to, from this talk, I guess. Well, that has been, That's that wraps up this episode, guys. And I'll catch you guys on another episode of the Most Simple Podcast. I remain your host now. Bye for now. Listen to this episode of the Mossible podcast. Well, guess what? There's plenty more where that came from. So visit our website at www.mosibyl.com that is www.mossible.com, where you can find hours of other binge worthy episodes just like this one. And while you're at it, please don't forget to subscribe and leave us a rating on Apple podcast or Podbean. As it encourages other awesome people like you to listen to the podcast as well, we are now officially on Podbean. It has an app you can catch up on missed episodes and also get a notification when we have new episodes. Do you have a question for our guest, feedback on the episode, or a suggestion for a future guest? Then please get in touch with us by sending us an email at talktomore@mostable.com or connect with us via Instagram. At the Morosibo podcast. Cannot wait to hear from you and thank you so much for always listening.